The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus himself stood among the disciples and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened and why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bone as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy they were disbelieving and still wondering, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Will you pray with me? Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Make these words more than words and give us all the spirit of Jesus. Amen. Dante Wright, I really don't know where to begin and what a luxury that is. In my whiteness, I am free just to be astonished. Not enraged like Charles Blow of the New York Times who wrote simply that he is enraged, no longer surprised or astonished. The killing of Dante Wright is barely news any longer. It's so heartbreakingly predictable. No, Charles Blow is just enraged, constantly. Neither am I heartbroken, like Dante's mother, who's been in the front of cameras and microphones. His family has been in front of cameras and microphones, demanding answers to all their grief-ridden questions. I am simply stupefied. What a privilege simply to be stupefied when other black and another black person has been murdered by the police. And let's call it that. Let's call it murder. I know what the charges are. I know that second degree manslaughter is what's been charged, but accident or no, the police officer with 26 years of experience had her service firearm in her hand. She knew better. She knew better. And a 20 year old kid is dead. And dare I simply shrug. Dare I simply sit here stupefied. What gall. I live in Richmond, Virginia. Some of you know that. Over the last year or so, the former capital of the Confederacy has witnessed Black Lives Matter protesters begging the city to take down the old monuments that were originally erected to extol the virtues and heroism of Confederate leaders, military figures, and slaveholders. A lot of folk have expressed strong opinions on either side of that endeavor. But more of us 
have simply sat on our hands or shrugged. We sit in our privilege, stupefied. Thus, it's hard to know what we actually think or believe. In effect, we end up standing nowhere. But as a Christian, I know that more is demanded of me. The demands of the gospel are clear. Love. It's not some sentiment, and it's not a wish or a hope. It's the greatest commandment. It's the last and final desire of Christ Jesus as he washes the feet of his disciples. And John remembers that for us this morning. Love takes a stand. Love embraces the outsider. Love embraces the prisoner. Love embraces the adversary and the enemy. Love embraces the lonely, the oppressed, the victim. Love embraces the self. Love embraces us all. And we who are Christians are to embody that love. This is John's lesson to us this morning. In the reading, we discover a community that has forgotten what it is to love one another. They are struggling. So John spells it out for them again. The entire book is a treatise on love, both divine and human, how God loves God's children and how we too are called to love, to love one another. Love one another. Does this sound familiar from Maundy Thursday? Mandatum. The commandment, love one another. This is the greatest commandment. We are all children of God, and as such, we are to love one another. But the community has forgotten. Our community has forgotten. You are children of God. That's all. No more and certainly no less. It's not a question of remembering a long list of legalistic expectations. It's simply this. You are children of God. Love one another. 1 John 3.11 reads, For this is the message you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. There's been no other legitimate message. John will go so far as to say that any other message is of the devil. There are, of course, ethical and moral implications to belonging to God in such a way. There's a relationship to sin and righteousness. The children of God are righteous and are to behave as such. Love is no mere sentiment. It's an action. First John reads, first John 3.18 reads, little children let us love, not in word or speech, but in truth and action. It's the commandment we've been given from the beginning, yet we forget it so quickly. It's a commandment to be obeyed, it's how we see God in loving one another. It's how others recognize God in us, in our communities. Love. Love can conquer the world, John says. Anything else is idolatry. And this ethic of love will go far beyond John's vision. The early Christian communities will expand it, riff on it, run with it. This love will be the reason that the poor are cared for, why the widow is cared for, why the orphan is cared for, why the prisoner is cared for. They will remember for all of us Jesus' teachings on love and what happens when we fail. So back to my stupefaction and Dante Wright. 
It's so hard to be enraged all the time. It's so hard to be heartbroken all the time. And it's so hard to protest all the time. It just is. But that's no excuse to sit passively on the sidelines. A child of God killed another child of God. My heart should be broken. Instead, I sit in my privilege. My heart is hard. Again, privilege. It's a privilege to shut down, to give up, to give in and despair. It's privilege that says that's just the way it is. We must let go of such privilege and pick up the mantle of love. Dante's death and the ongoing plight of black people in our country is a failure to love, our failure to love, my failure to love. We cannot fail to love any longer. More love is demanded of us. To love as Christ loved and still loves is to relinquish our privileges, to love in the hardest of moments and to take action. We can turn to Christ as we do this. We are not left alone in this work. Jesus is still present with us from our gospel. While in their joy, they were disbelieving and wondering. He said to them, have you anything to eat? And gave him a piece of broiled fish. And he took it and ate in their presence. Children of God, love one another.